Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Brave Podcast. This is your host, Mark Guy. And today in the studio, I have a special and dear friend, Richard Orr. He's the owner of Orr Electric from Central Florida. And he is came to the studio to make sure that we have a very lively and intriguing and stimulating discussion about success and his journey and also about his story. So let's welcome Richard. Thank you, Mark, for inviting me to be on your podcast, Beat Brave. And with your permission, I'd like to come on board and be your co-pilot for this flight for a very electrifying conversation on success. I like it. I like it. Um, I will be looking at this conversation fondly many years later when I'm going to be retired. And I'll be thinking, oh, that was a good conversation. So make sure that we bring our very best to this, to this table. And thank you, Richard. So, Richard, let's start off right, right from the beginning. What does success mean to you? Well, before we do that, I, have, I know you have an international audience. It's true. You know, not only locally, but around the globe, but also on the International Space Station. So I have one question for you. How do they tie all the modules of the space station together? How do they tie? I think it's, it's welded, right? No, they tie it all together with astronauts. <laughs> astronauts. I hope they heard it this time and, and still continue listening. Thank you, guys. Oh, they'll, all they'll, your service. They'll have a good chuckle over that. Yes, that's true. I think for success is one of those things that a lot of people confuse success with goals. And for me, I think that the best definition for success was by John Wooden. Uh, and he said that success is setting a goal and achieving it to the best of your, and to achieving it to the best of your ability. And I would like to add to that and say that success is setting a goal, achieving it to the best of your ability that adds value to others and yourself. So I think there's a lot of people in this world that are very successful that maybe not think they're successful because they're looking in the grandiose thing of things, but in their life they're very successful. Do you think uh, the reason that some people, and this is what we have talked about just before the start of the interview, people experience doubt, right? They doubt themselves and they doubt their abilities, maybe accomplishments. They also believe that maybe social media, Instagram, that uh, everything is curated, everything is social proof ready, where people take these grand vacations, they're doing these wonderful things, and somebody may be looking at those photographs and, and feel down. Do you think that has something to do with it? Absolutely. For me, I have really limited the amount of time that I sp spend on Facebook for that very reason, because I will allow myself to get in a stupor because I'll look at somebody's other profile where they were either on vacation or maybe they had a big speaking gig or something spectacular happened to them and I think to myself well why couldn't that happen to me so I, I have to limit the amount of time that I spend on social media so that I do not feel or get that way into the into the to, to the gutter so to speak and I believe that success happens on a daily basis. And for me, success is when I lay my head down at the end of the day that I have achieved everything that I have set out to achieve that day. 
which is something that happens on a regular basis. Now, my biggest failures are the days that when I lay my head down at the end of the day and I realize I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And because of that, there are days that I have bigger celebrations, and then there's days that I have bigger pity parties, if you want to call it that, because I didn't uh, achieve everything that I needed to do. Right, right. Uh, let's, let's, let, let me offer this and ask, what is the biggest celebration you remember recently that you have achieved, something that you have been able to create? Uh, can you talk about that? Biggest celebration uh, is not in my life, but it's in my girlfriend's life, Kathy Knott, and that I was instrumental in helping her achieve her goal in becoming a distinguished Toastmaster through Toastmasters International. It's a very hard process, it's a very long process, and if somebody doesn't quit, they can push through and, and earn that. And so that was for me to be able to watch somebody else achieve their goal that allowed me to add value to their life, that's one of my biggest success is watching that happen. Yeah. And I, I do want to say for the people who don't know, Richard and Kathy, um, Richard Orr and Kathy now they're Toastmasters just like I am. Uh, we've been Toastmasters for the last five, six, seven years plus in Winter Haven area, Central Florida area. and achieving the designation of distinguished toastmasters is one of those biggest goals right biggest Absolutely. milestones that every toastmaster undertakes it is the highest educational award that you can receive from toastmasters international there is another designation which is part of the speaking arena mm -hmm. that you can get from them but in one of your past podcasts, you did remotely talk about me because I was the gentleman that sat down and introduced you to Toastmaster and that you, you mentioned what is my ROI. And this, that did throw me for a loop because I did not understand what ROI was because I was not from the business world. However, it has now become part of my vocabulary because of you, Mark. <laughs> And that when I look at things, I also do look at it, what is the return value for me? And most of the time when I look at stuff like that, uh, I find that the return value is what I put back into other people. Mm -hmm. And that was what allowed me to introduce you to Toastmaster that night and bring you on board for your most uh, excellent journey in Toastmasters. Thank you, Richard. Thank you for being part of it. Um, I do want to talk about you supporting Kathy. The reason that since we're here, I read an article you wrote. Um, it's a very touching article. And the reason that it's touching because it's so relatable, right? And the reason that it's so relatable because you honestly talked about how you were holding the hand of Kathy, right? When she came close to quitting. Yes. And what I found the most interesting in this article is that it gives people hope. Like it, it, I think it's a it's a snapshot of your relationship, right? In in one sense, would you agree? Yes. And a lot of times in relationships, we forget all the stuff that we stop for things that we do or have done, right? It's like, oh, this is all not working or working in the way that I want, and we forget all the stuff that came before. Yes. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you for sharing so open openly. As a community, how do you feel after writing this article, and what was your purpose on writing this? 
When I wrote the article, it was it it allowed me to openly express what was going on inside of me. I had watched Kathy through her four-year process of struggling through all of the difficulties, but then also being there for all of the celebrations. And I agree, we forget a lot of things that happen in our life. One of the things that, uh, starting last year, I pretty much journal everything about my day, just so that I can go back and maybe look at something that happened, uh, a dream that I had. I have crazy dreams. Uh, so I write down those kind of things, uh, th special moments, because they come and they go so quickly. People that I meet, so that I have a baseline of who I met and, and what we talked about. It's nothing major, it's nothing extreme. And Kathy and I one time talked about, why do you do that? You know, is somebody, when you die, is somebody going to pick that up? And what do you think they're going to do with it? And I said, well, even if they spend... 10 minutes reading it and reading some of the dribble I wrote or some of the good information I wrote, then it would be worth the time that I took to write it. And so watching Kathy and her journey, it made me realize that there are so many small celebrations that we have along the way and so many setbacks along the way that if we don't sit down and write about it or journal about it, that we forget. And so that writing that article allowed me not only to share Kathy's story with everybody else, but to allow her to remember all of the trials and tribulations and all the celebrations that she had along her way. And the one of the lines that I put at the end, which I liked, was if you don't quit and you keep other people from quitting, then you both will be able to celebrate together. And then you'll be able to share that person's story. And I think that that's the highest honor that you can have in life is when somebody else tells your story. When I sit here and I talk about my story, eh, it's whatever. But when I talk about somebody else's story through me, like whether I'm giving a presentation or giving, you know, talking to somebody about something important and I can pull somebody else in to say, hey, this is what worked for them. I think that's a high honor when somebody can do that. And so that's one of the things I work on is trying to use other people's stories when I talk. Yeah. Uh, Richard, I know you're very active in, in community, Toastmasters community. Um, a little bit of background about you. Would you mind telling us um, just some of the things that are you feel is <coughs> important? I know the time is flying and there's not enough to talk, but just tell us where you came from, who you are, and also where are you going? Uh, I, I would like to know. That kind of reminds me of the movie a Anger Management where Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson. It's a good movie. It's a very funny movie. Where he talks about who are you. Three right. times he asks him, who are you, who are you. Right, right, right. And the bottom line is, is who I am is I'm a lazy, I'm a shiftless, good-for-nothing procrastinator that has to get up every morning and work very hard at leaving my castle, going out and slaying that dragon and dragging it home. But then that's where the work starts because when you get that dragon home, you've got to hang it, you've got to skin it, you've got to clean it, you've got to cook it, you've got to store it for, uh, for another day. And so for me, 
who I am, I carry a lot of labels. I'm a son, I'm a brother, hey, I'm a high school graduate, you know, a veteran, a vetpreneur, uh, entree leader, a distinguished toastmaster, a master gardener, a state certified electrical contractor. Uh, these are all labels. These are all labels because I did what I had to do every day to make those labels come about. I'm very active in a community, especially in Toastmasters International, because I believe in the mission. I believe in helping individuals, empowering individuals to become more effective communicators and leaders, because we need that in our in society. You sit and watch somebody on the news and it's like every other word is ah and um, and it just gets to you after a while. Uh, and then leaders, it's tough to find good people to follow, especially in workplaces. I find the laziest people get promoted quicker because they can find the easiest way to do the job. But you have to have quality people to come behind you and do it right. And those are the people that really should be the ones that get promoted, but they don't because they the lazy person gets promoted so to to actually answer who i am and where i'm going you know it would be nice to be the premier electrical contractor in the state of florida but then i would be get too busy running my business and doing all that so i would just be happy with being the premier electrical contractor for polk county and to be able to service my customers, to do it accurately, honestly, to provide reliable, safe, and affordable electrical services to, to my customers. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what my goal is. That's where I'm going. What do you think, what, um, what, challenges, the, what challenges you, like really, like every day? I, I know you have said slaying the dragon, can you talk more about it? Like, you know, like, what, what is a dragon? Where does a dragon live? Where does the dragon go? What does the dragon eat? Um, just, you know, something that's real and tangible to you that people can glean and use. Dragon is, lives inside of us. Right. It's, it's, it's the self, the, the, the lazy person. It's the looking at, at something and saying, am I going to do it the easy way or am I going to do it the right way? As an electrical contractor, I, I, there's many times, like last night, I was out to 7 o'clock because I looked at the job and I said, am I going to do it the easy way and be done by 4 o'clock or am I going to do it the right way, which is going to run me out till 7 o'clock at night? And I choose to do it the right way. And I have to fight with myself because... I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm sunburned, I'm tired, my muscles are aching, I've got my girlfriend calling me, where are you, where are you, when you're coming home? But, you know, I have to, I, I made the choice to do it right and to service my customers correctly. And whatever, whatever I have to do to, to make that goal, to make that obligation, that's, that's what the dragon is for me. That's what I have to deal with every day. Because if it's up to me, I would be sitting at home with the TV on, eating bonbons, and just soaking up the AC and letting the world go by me. Because I'm, a, I'm an introvert. I, is that the right word, where you like to be by yourself all the right. time? And Yeah, I, 
you know, I love to eat. You can tell by the, my belly that's on me. But I have to say no. You know, I have to slay that dragon. I have to get out there and, and, and make it make it happen. Make it for myself and for those for my customers so that they call me again so I can get paid, make right. some money, right. <laughs> add right. value to them. <laughs> I, um, I hear you. I, and I appreciate the interesting... Uh, description you gave yourself very honest so we'll we'll use that in a public in the uh, promotion piece for this <laughs> episode uh, just to draw attention Richard if you could go back and meet your younger self what would you say to Richard 20 years ago or 10 years ago or 15 what are the things that you would say don't change anything It's it's been a great ride. It's been fun. I just you know, we we are who we are because of what we've been through. So if we go back and start changing things, then we don't know who we are going to become. And who I am today, I'm very proud of. My my parents are very proud of. My brother is very proud of. The people around me they're very proud of. I I've had much difficulty. I've, I've got hooked on cocaine, but that's part of who I am. So if you say, well, would you go back and tell yourself, don't get hooked on cocaine? No, because what got me hooked on cocaine is the same vehicle that got me hooked on being a good business person that drove me to be dedicated to doing what I had to do to become the state certified electrical contractor that I am because I would sit down every night and portion out time to sit and to watch the videos, to read the books, to, to do the math. That's the same vehicle. And to say, don't, to take that out of who I am now, then I would not have that story to tell somebody who gets hooked on cocaine or gets hooked on drugs to say, you can do it. You can get off of it, you can kick it, you can kick the habit, and then take that vehicle and just change the direction, which is a 180-degree turn, and go the other way. And so I wouldn't change I wouldn't change anything. And one of my highlights of all of that studying that I did was my brother, who, Adam who lives up in Georgia, very proud of him. He went to chef school, he's got a job up there. Uh, we'd speak about once a week, just love him to death. He's my brother, big brother, big burly dude. Yeah, uh, if, you, if, if you meet him, you wouldn't think he's my brother because he's got long hair, tattoos, swears like a Russian sailor. So how does a Russian sailor swear, right? <laughs> they do, they do. <laughs> well, one day when he was going through schooling, he was at the restaurant working because that was part of his course plan. And he looked across the room and he saw a gentleman that was sitting in the, in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And my brother made a beeline over to him and he said to the man, he said, I do not know who you are, but I would like your autograph so I can take it home to my brother. 
So when my brother came home that night, he came in, had one of those white cards that, you know, they write the orders down, and he was waving it. He's like, Richard, Richard, you're not going to believe who, whose autograph I got. And I said, whose? And he showed me the, the card, and it was the name Tom Henry. Tom Henry was the gentleman who had been sitting for the last six months watching the videos to, to get my electrical license. And he just happened to be in the restaurant with my brother. And my brother remembered the man because he said for six months, every time he'd walk through the living room, I was sitting there watching him on the television. So I thought that was so cool of my brother, first of all, to, to get me the guy's autograph. But at the same time, it was a testament to me that my brother was watching, that my brother was seeing what was going on. And he wanted to celebrate with me. And that, that was be one of those moments I'll never forget, him coming in, waving that card up. And, <laughs> and I'm waving my arm around right now, <laughs> uh, just waving that card around for, because he had taken the time to, to get that autograph for me from uh, Tom Henry. That's a tremendous story. Well, I'm touched. <laughs> I'm touched. Richard, thank you for opening up. We are coming to the end of this interview. So much I have learned about you <laughs> I didn't know before. Thank you for being open. Thank you for being here with us. Richard, what is the best way to get in contact with you? Somebody would like to reach out to you to uh, collaborate or just to get to know you more. The best way would be to call me. And my phone number is 863-241-3028. And I'll repeat it in a few minutes, just in case you're running to find something to write it down <laughs> on <laughs> and a pen. Yes. Uh, but you can also email me, which is richard.or, mm -hmm. H-O-A-R, at oarelectric.com. And I know Mark is going to do a good job of putting it in the, the description of this podcast and yeah, the best way is to reach out to me by phone, and that's 863-241-3028. Awesome. Thank it's, you. Yes. It's been a pleasure, Mark. Thank you for allowing me to speak to your audience. I know that uh, for you to allow me to come on and share a little bit of my story is it's tremendous, and I appreciate it so much. Thank you, Richard. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed it, especially that interesting development at the International Space Station. I hope they loved it and come back home soon. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Richard, and see you next time. Don't forget to speak brave. <laughs>